what are the pros and cons of living in Burlington? As over the years, Burlington has been rated as one of the best cities to relocate here and raise a family because of the safety, because of the schools, because of the parks, and so many other pros associated with it. However, on the flip side, there's definitely some cons you need to be aware of before moving to Burlington. So I thought in this video here, I'd give you my perspective as someone that has lived in Burlington for over 20 years of my life and then has moved out of Burlington because of some of the cons so if you are interested in learning all the different pros and the exact cons that made me move out of Burlington make sure you stick around to the end but if you're new here my name is Matthew I'm a local realtor and this is my channel where I share everything about what it's like living in Hamilton and the surrounding cities so if you are thinking about relocating to Burlington send me and my team a message today we'd be happy to help you out but the very first pro of Burlington and something I absolutely love about Burlington is its location as it is located right on Lake Ontario in between Oakville out to the east and Hamilton out to the west and has a population of just about 186,000 people and this location here gives you amazing waterfront parks as well as a short drive away from Toronto as it's only about an hour hour and a half in rush hour times 20 minutes to Hamilton and 45 minutes to Niagara Falls and its border and because of this location here you're gonna have some amazing parks as well within Burlington as the most notable one would definitely have to be Spencer Smith Park. Here is where a variety of different festivals happen, but it's also just a perfect park to go for a stroll on the pier or along the lakeside front trail. And if you keep walking long enough, you'll actually hit Burlington Beach from this park here, which is an amazing beach for relaxing and enjoying Lake Ontario on a summer day. And this beach here is also great as it is on a sandbar, so it's very gradual for kids to play within the lake. And then if you're looking for either mountain bike or hiking trails, you're gonna have an amazing option on the east side of Burlington being Bronte Creek Provincial Park, which has many different acres to explore that you can go hiking, you can go fishing, you can camp there or also play on their free disc golf course and so much more. Then up on the north side of Burlington, you're gonna get some stunning views of the escarpment as well as the rural part of Burlington when you're hiking Mount Nemo. So it's the perfect spot if you're wanting to go see it changing leave colors and then if you're looking for a more curated garden you're also going to find that in Burlington out in the Aldershot neighborhood you'll find Royal Botanical Gardens that has many different unique parks all with their own little theme as well as a variety of different trails for you to explore then other than the parks you're going to find many different community centers located throughout Burlington that offer many indoor swimming pools outdoor swimming pools libraries and a variety of activity room and gymnasiums for you and your family to to capitalize on and countless number of hockey rinks of course throughout Burlington then another thing I know a lot of my clients absolutely love about Burlington one of the reasons why they choose it is because of the schooling systems Burlington has to offer you as here you're gonna find a variety of different schools both elementary that are public and Catholic as well as high schools that rate above the provincial average as in total there's 40 different elementary schools and 10 different high schools all with different streams from English to French to gifted and here not only are you going to find amazing education but they also have amazing extracurricular activities from both sports but 
also in the music, arts, and theater sections as well. Then, because of location, Burlington is also a short drive away from many different post-secondary schools. As within Burlington's borders, you'll actually find McMaster's MBA program, the DeGroote building where you can go get your MBA, but then you also are just a short drive away from the University of McMaster, as well as Mohawk College out in Hamilton, and then out in Oakville, you'll find Sheridan College as well. Then another pro that my clients love on top of the schools is the safety Burlington provides. As Burlington and just is a part of the Halton region, which has been rated for over 20 plus years as the safest region for both violent and non-violent crime. So it's an absolutely incredible spot to raise a family in. Now, of course, if you want a more detailed research analysis, I'll leave a link down below to the Halton crime map so you can really get a detailed analysis of when you're watching this of the crime within Burlington. But it's absolutely fantastic as it's been rated very highly. Now, one of the downsides about living in Burlington happens to be the traffic associated. As no matter which neighborhood you choose, you're probably gonna find some traffic as Burlington was built primarily around the 1960s to the 1990s. And as a result, it's very car reliant. And here you're going to find three different rush hour bottlenecks. So if we jump on to Google Maps, I can show you exactly where those bottlenecks are, where you should watch out for. So if we actually turn on, if you're ever interested in researching how to do traffic, I just put this traffic thing on here. Here's the live traffic. However, if we go to the typical traffic, we'll make it like a Tuesday at like 5 p.m. Here's where we're going to notice the biggest bottlenecks within Burlington. So first and foremost, the biggest bottleneck you're going to find in Burlington is right along this area here because both the QEW and the 403. So you have the 403 kind of drawing right along this edge right here. And then you have the QEW coming from the Niagara region right here. And this really bottlenecks going both ways as when it converges, it goes there. And then also when it's popping out, it just seems to get backed up because you also have the 407 coming there adding in more traffic. So if you are going to be commuting to Toronto or Mississauga on a regular basis, definitely keep that in mind that you want to be living closer to the east side so you can at least avoid this bottleneck here. A few other bottlenecks you'll notice when in Burlington and just kind of traveling around is sometimes Dundas can definitely get backed up. Now it's been better than it ever has um, as they've continued to expand it and really um, just increase the capacity it's able to do. However, definitely when the QEW and the 403 get backed up right here, you can see a lot of spillover traffic into Dundas uh, for people to try to avoid that. And then as for like when you jump on the different roads, like as you can see, they all get backed up like a decent amount uh, depending on the day. Like if we move it here, like you'll see that it's always gonna be a bit orange. However, like the one line I always find has extra traffic and the one I try to avoid is really Appleby line. So like I used to live in the, the north area of Burlington up here. So the easiest way to get around for me would be either to pop off on walkers or go on a Burloak. Uh, that's because I just found Appleby was always backed up with more traffic. It seemed like it was always a little bit slower. So those are the three areas I'd really look out for. Other than that, like once you get off these main roads here, it's super easy uh, to pop into your neighborhood where there's not going to be much traffic. Now definitely one of the advantages about Burlington happens to be its grid system it's a part of because it's super easy to understand once you kind of get the hang of it exactly what street you are and what direction you're going then as for the public transit and what you can expect when living in Burlington definitely happens to be one of the cons as well it does have a bus route that does cover 
all of Burlington. Unfortunately, the buses are gonna come every 30, 40 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on which stop you're looking for. And here, they're not gonna be the most effective either, especially if you're living in the north end of Burlington. As when I took a bus a few times, every single time I took the bus and had to do something in the south end, I would always have to grab a connection on one of the GO train stops. And as a result, you're just gonna be very cumbersome and it's gonna add a lot of extra time for your bus routes. If you do want to use the public transit, the area I would recommend to all my clients to really check out would ideally be downtown Burlington or around one of the GO bus stops or GO station stops, excuse me. These are going to have the most amount of route options for you to get around easily in the city without having to get those multiple different stops to transition over to different buses. Now, one of the advantages about Burlington's public transit system definitely has to be the three different GO train stations it offers. As you have Aldershot go out to the west, you have Burlington go right beside downtown Burlington, and you have Appleby go going out on the east side. Now, they're all great options to grab the train. Of course, if you want the shorter commute, try to go closer to the east side and Appleby go train station. That's going to give you the shortest train ride into Toronto, and every single hour, or every half an hour actually, you're going to find a go train leaving here and heading for Union Station. Then as for the bike ability in Burlington, while some of the roads do have bike lanes, if you listen to anyone that my clients have bike to work that live in Burlington, work in Burlington, the commute via bike is not the best and it could definitely be improved. Now, thankfully the city is working on adding more bike lanes in there, but if you're just looking to go for an afternoon bike ride, we have many different trails to explore, whether that's the waterfront trail you can go biking on, as well as two different hydro line trails that run the length of Burlington. So basically no matter where you are living in Burlington, you can easily jump on one of these and bike down to downtown Burlington and then continue it on all the way to Hamilton if you really want. Now, one of the things you definitely need to consider if you're thinking about moving to Burlington and probably one of the bigger cons associated with Burlington is the high cost of living that it costs to live within Burlington. Because Burlington is so highly desirable, the real estate costs will definitely be not the most affordable options to choose from. However, with that said, it really does depend on where you're coming from. As if you compare Burlington's real estate prices to Oakville or Mississauga, it's gonna be more affordable than those. However, about more expensive than Hamilton and Grimsby's cost, whereas it's going to be on a similar price range of Ancaster and Waterdown, two communities which are very similar to Burlington's atmosphere. Now, if we break Burlington's real estate down to detached homes, this made up 54% of the real estate sold, and typical homes here were really selling between 1 million to 1.5 million, typically offering three to four beds, two to three baths, and built anywhere from the 1960s to 1990s, and also offer an attached garage as well as a good sized lot throughout Burlington. Then if you're looking in that 1.5 to $2.5 million price range, here you're gonna find a lot of larger homes, usually four to five beds, four to five baths, found in Burlington's top neighborhoods, usually offering 2,000 to 3,000 square feet, as well as a finished basement and a double detached garage. Now depending on which neighborhood you choose, you can either find some 90s to early 2000s homes or you can also find ones that are completely built custom by a builder and have been built anywhere from the last year to the last 15 years. Then if we look at townhomes available within Burlington, this made up 24% of the real estate sold. And typically here, the freehold townhomes usually sold between 850 and $1.25 million. And about 50% of total townhomes will be freehold. The other 50% will be condos that are typically cost between 
$700,000 and $1 million for those condo townhomes. Now, typically here, freeholds aren't going to have that monthly fee associated with them, but they'll also be a little bit bigger with the square footage they offer on the inside as well as outside. And then as for condos, this made up 22% of the real estate sold. And this is the number that really continues to see to grow as Burlington has almost expanded both east, west, south, and north to the maximum capacity. So really the only option to do now is to build up. And that's why we're seeing so much condo development happening in the recent years. But typically right now, where you're going to find most condos selling is between $500,000 and $700,000 and typically offering one to two beds, one to two baths with some great building amenities. Depending on the more amenities you have, the higher the condo fees. So something you want to definitely factor in if you're thinking about buying a condo. But let's jump back into the computer now and break down some of the different neighborhoods you can expect when living in Burlington as there's 21 unique neighborhoods you need to check out. All right, so right here you have Burlington really along this way here. Now the simple way to break up Burlington is first just the North and South Burlington. So because of the 403 and the QEW that merges right there, kind of connect anything that's north of this line here or away from the lake is considered North Burlington. Anything south is South Burlington. Now, historically, the way the buildings have been built within Burlington is more south. You're going to find larger lots, but older homes. Now, with that said, you're seeing a lot of infill projects, especially like in the Roseland and Shore Acres neighborhood where the older homes have been torn down and some custom new builds have been built. And then like the 80s, you're going to see a lot of development in this area here, offering you those side splits, those back splits and a few raised bungalows. Then as you move up more, you're going to see more options available in the 80s and 90s in this kind of middle part of Burlington in the Brand Hills, Tansley corporate neighborhood. And then the final real section you're going to see built is anything that's really north of upper middle. Here's going to have like Millcroft was built in the 90s. You got the orchard built in like the 90s, early 2000s over in this area here. Then you have Alton Village, which is the newest neighborhood within Burlington right here. So that kind of gives you a general overview of Burlington. What you would expect uh, for a few different neighborhoods now is first you got Aldershot out here on the west side of Burlington. Here is really going to be nature's lover. A lot of different great walking trails right beside Royal Botanical Gardens and Lake Ontario. So amazing options to choose from and just a short drive away from downtown Burlington. Downtown Burlington right here really is made up of three neighborhoods. You got Maple off to the uh, west side. Uh, you have Central off to the east side uh, and then Plains off to the north side right here. So this is of course Maple. This is Central. Now the biggest development of Burlington is really happening in this quarter right here uh, where you're going to have amazing different options to choose from, from condo developments as well as some older buildings that have larger lots. This is also where Burlington Go is so super easy access to the highway we can jump on or also via Go Train. Then the other neighborhoods are over here. First, you have Short Acres and Roseland, some of the top neighborhoods within Burlington that just have stunning real estate options to choose from. So that's Roseland right there, or Short Acres, excuse me. This is Roseland right here. Those two neighborhoods are absolutely fantastic. And then they usually also here have great schools, but also of their neighborhoods that are north also have great schools in Dines' neighborhood in Longmoor off to this side here. And then the furthest east is also a great uh, option as well. Uh, it's going to be a bit more affordable than these neighborhoods here. You have Pinelands, which is in just in this section. And then the Elizabeth Gardens neighborhood, which is going to be the most affordable waterfront uh, neighborhood. Then if we kind of flip to the north side of Burlington, like we discussed, we have a few different options to choose from. 
So some of the more affordable options will be found in the Brant Hills or, uh, sorry, Mountain Garden. Brant Hills as well is gonna be kind of similar to this, just built in the 90s rather than the 80s. Palmer uh, is a great option as well for that affordability. Uh, Tansley, you're gonna see a lot of downsizes. Absolutely love around like the Tansley Wood Community Center. You have a lot of bungalows as well as a huge retirement community. But then on the other side, you're gonna find a lot of detached and low rise uh, condos that are a fantastic option for family. And then corporate, lots of great townhomes here to choose from. Then other than that, a few other neighborhoods uh, you might wanna consider is first you have Millcroft up here. As you see, an absolutely stunning neighborhood to live in as you're literally living among a golf course that is one of the top neighborhoods within Burlington for schools as well. And then another great neighborhood that doesn't have a school but has a golf course, uh, the schools are just gonna be a short drive away in one of these surrounding neighborhoods is Tyandaga. Here it's got some stunning properties right back along there to Tyandaga Golf Course but you're also just surrounded by nature. Then if you're looking for a more newer build, you kind of got the orchard built in the like the early 2000s, 90s, or perhaps the best for newest builds will be in the Alton Village, really wrapped right along the 407 right here. And then the final area, you won't see a lot of real estate. Like those are where the majority of real estate is gonna be found within Burlington. But then you have rural Burlington that is basically just all this green area up in this area here. Now here, you're gonna find some small pockets of communities, but the large part, it's gonna be large rural estates that give a lot of different privacy. So hope now you have a better understanding of just Burlington's map and what type of real estate you can find within each of the neighborhoods. So if you are interested in getting a more detailed analysis based on your search criteria, send me and my team a message today to book your free relocation consult call. But that brings me on to the next con associated with living in Burlington, especially the downtown core, is there's gonna be lots of construction coming here in the coming years. Now, it's gonna be nothing like Toronto's construction. However, Burlington's downtown area is seeing a lot of expansion as those old small town, small field kind of downtown area gets transitioned. And we really are definitely in a transition period here with a lot more high rises being built. And as a result, if you're living in the downtown area, it's definitely gonna add some extra time to your commute time for driving around, but also just noise. So definitely be aware of that. That there. Now with that said, within the downtown core of Burlington, you're gonna find many different great shopping options to choose from to go out for a stroll and check out the local boutiques. But if you're also looking for a shopping mall, you're gonna find many different options to choose from. In particular, two main ones. First, you got Mapleview Mall, which is my personal favorite and probably where you're gonna catch me this winter going to grab the Christmas gifts and probably every year after that. But then you'll also have Burlington Mall, which has gone under a complete facelift recently and has some of my favorite stores like Denninger's to get those European cuisines that I absolutely love, like those spinach sausages. But other than that, no matter what amenities you're looking to find, you will find them within Burlington with many different plazas, just a short drive away from all the neighborhoods we just discussed. But other than the great shopping options, you're also going to find a farmer's market at the Burlington Center that happens every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday between 8 and 2 p.m. for the last 65 years, where you can go pick up a wide variety of different local grown produce, as well as baked goods, meat, cheeses. There's over 48 different vendors to choose from. Now, definitely one of the downsides about living in Burlington happens to be there's no nightlife. Now, don't get me wrong, you have some great bars to choose from in the downtown areas, as you have Joe Dogs, the Dickin, and the Coop, which are great options to grab a beer if you're close by downtown. But then if you're looking for a bit more gamesmanship, you can either go check out Splitsville to go play some bowling, or also you can go check out Game Time Social, which is a bunch of different arcade games that everybody can enjoy no matter the age. Now, 
other than the great bars and restaurants to choose from, there isn't really gonna be no clubs really available within Burlington other than Club 54. So if you're coming from Toronto, there's definitely a limited amount of options. Now the good news is you're just a short drive away from the GO train to hit down to Toronto. And to be honest, this is nice for a special occasion for me, but really doesn't impact me on a week to week basis. Now, one of the things I know a bunch of my clients do love about living in Burlington is the amazing local restaurant that it has to offer you. And some of my personal favorites you need to check out when living in Burlington is the son of a peach pizzeria for some delicious thin crust pizza. But then you'll also find Zesty Pita for the best shawarma in my opinion within Burlington. Also you got JC's Hot Bagels for the best bagels within Burlington. Pure and Simple, which is an amazing brunch spot up in North Burlington. And I'd highly always recommend the Ray's Extravaganza to anybody. You have Sunshine Donuts if you're looking to make your Sunday a little extra special. My personal favorite definitely have to be their peach fritters in the summertime. But other than that, you'll also find Nickel Brook Brewery, which offers amazing local craft beer. My sister's personal favorite happens to be at Lettuce Love Cafe as they serve amazing different vegetarian options. And the final one I'll quickly mention is the Charcoal Pit, either to pick up a late night burger after the bars close or also a delicious Greek food. Now, one of the special things that definitely makes Burlington unique to some of the surrounding cities is the events and festivals that happen here. As first and foremost, you'll find the Canada's largest rib fest happening every Labor Day weekend where you can find a variety of different vendors offering their best ribs and pulled pork to choose from. And don't forget always to get the street corn and the lemonade. Those two are absolute must for me. But also you'll find a free music festival in the Sound of Music also in Spencer Smith Park. And then on Canada's Day, which is the 1st of July, you can go check out an amazing fireworks show. Then one of the personal favorites of my family, the last event I'll mention, is the Festival of Lights, where you can walk around, enjoy a nice hot chocolate and all the amazing light display before driving around Burlington and seeing all the different homes that are all in the festive spirit. Now, one of the disadvantages about living in Burlington, while it does have all these great things to do, is also at the same time, there's really no shows or sporting events going on. As here, we have no professional sports team. We have a small Burlington Performing Arts Center that a few bands, a few artists will come to, but the vast majority, you're gonna be finding yourself either traveling out to Toronto or out to Hamilton to go catch either the Toronto Raptors, the Toronto Blue Jays, or the Maple Leafs, or you can go check out the Hamilton Tiger Cats and Bulldogs in Hamilton. Now, with regards to the healthcare you can expect when living in Burlington is you're gonna find great healthcare. If you're living in the South End, you're gonna be a lot closer to the Joe Brandt Healthcare Hospital, which is located right along Lake Ontario. Whereas if you're living on the North End of Burlington, you're gonna be a lot closer of a drive to Oakville Trafalgar Memorial Hospital, which is in Oakville. But if you're living along Dundas, going to be a shorter drive to get to there on the other side of Oakville's border, then all the way down to Joe Brandt. Both of them have state-of-the-art equipment. Then also you can find a variety of different walking clinics and specialists scattered throughout Burlington's city center. Now definitely another advantage about living in Burlington is its location to the lake. And what I mean by this is we definitely capitalize on the lake effect. And this means a bit cooler summers, a bit more mild winters, and a lot less snow. Because where we are on Lake Ontario, we tend to get, yes, a little bit of snow. It's Canada at the end of the day. We got four seasons. However, I find Burlington gets way less snow than up in the snow belt like Orangeville or out compared to Buffalo. So if you are moving to Canada for the first time, this is definitely an advantage. Still gonna deal with snow, but just a lot less of it. And that really matters to me as I personally don't wanna really shovel starting in November and not stopping in April. Most of the time, 
in Burlington. It's still maybe a little bit, but you can easily get it done in December. Really where it gets bad is January and February are usually the coldest months for us here. Now on the flip side, one of the other clients that I always like to mention to my clients, especially if they're going to be buying around it, is there's some industrial areas within Burlington. So first and foremost, you have like the light industrial area that's just kind of bordering the QEW or the 403 that really is more just manufacturing and processing. The two more notable ones that you'd want to know is first, you have a pork processing plant right on Appleby, just south of the QEW that you do see truckloads of pigs get occasionally trucked into. So if you are in to that animal activism lifestyle. You might not want to live right beside that there. And then also the wastewater treatment down in downtown Burlington, right beside Burlington's beach. On most days, you're not gonna notice anything. However, when the wind picks up on those hot summer days, you might notice a small draft that isn't the most pleasant. Now, I personally have never smelt it. I have a horrible sense of smell. However, the people I've been with at Burlington Beach have mentioned to me on days like those there. Now, another negative about Burlington's industry happens to be the quarry. Now, I mentioned this as it's not really going to affect a lot of people as where you're gonna find the quarry, the biggest prominence is in that rural part. So if you're looking for an estate lot that it offers you multiple acres to choose from this is definitely something you're going to want to be aware of as they are looking to also expand the boundaries of how big the quarry can be and definitely also offers a lot of different noise and traffic issues that come of it now with that said one of the advantages about living in the rural part or just capitalizing in the rural part of burlington happens to be the amazing golf courses it has to offer you as out in the rural part of burlington you'll find mount nemo golf course as well as hidden lake golf club that offers great different 18 hole courses to go check out then within Burlington you're gonna find within range that is my personal favorite and the driving range I grew up on where you can go check out their grass tees or their turf tees that now have a trackman built in allowing you to see your exact golf shot but they also of course have a mini putt course for you and your family to enjoy then also within Burlington there's three main golf courses you have Millcroft Golf Club you have Tyandaga as well as the Burlington Golf Club now since you stuck around to the end, I'll share the reason why I moved out of Burlington after 20 years. I absolutely love living it. So originally it was just because I was attending McMaster University, wanted to live by the campus. And that was the first reason I moved out. Then I lived there for five years, kind of fell in love with Hamilton and everything it had to offer. Then once I graduated from McMaster, I was looking to move back to Burlington. However, after comparing the real estate costs and just the cost of living in general in Burlington versus Hamilton, this is where I thought it would be better for my myself to stay in Hamilton. And that's the main reason why I left Burlington was because of the cost of living. It's an amazing city, don't get me wrong, but as a young professional starting out, this was definitely the option for me. So if you are interested in learning more about why I love living in Hamilton, that's the next video I'd recommend you go check out. So you can find that video right here. Otherwise, I hope you have a great day.